Zoom. Uh, one of your neighbors just peeks over your fence and goes, can you keep it down? Just <laughs> hey, keep it down a little. <laughs> let me tell you how gangster I am, bro. Because Go. I have a very, like, you know, it's, it's, it's a cul-de-sac. It's a big circle. Yeah. I'm, I'm the only black. We got a lot of Indians and then the rest of white people. Yeah. But because they see me being like this dope-ass father every day, I take my kids around the circle every day, once in the wagon and then once for exercise. It, it is a custom that people just come out, they wave at my girls, da 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 da. So my neighbor next door has a had his, had her name had her uh, landscaping company over there, and they had the, yeah. the, the lawn blowers out. And so yeah. I literally did. I, I leaned over the fence like the uh, what was that TV show with uh, Tim uh, Allen? Home, home, home Improvement. And I said, hey, and it, they were Mexicans. I was like, hey, Holmes, hey, you gotta cut that off, bro. <laughs> so one of them came to me, he spoke English. I said, hey, what time can y'all come back? Can y'all come back in about an hour? You got a couple of more homes? He said, yeah, we can go down the street. I said, take it down the street. I'm, I'm about to do a meeting. He was like, no problem. They left, bro. No. And this yeah. is right next door to me. I said, yo, you got to cut that off. That's power. <laughs> wow. That's power. <laughs> That's power. <laughs> now, can I say something, Finesse? Yeah. Can I say something? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's the climate that we're in? Bro, I'm getting away right with now, the times. I'm literally getting away with murder. Or do you think before the BLM happened, like three years ago, you think they would have gave me the same type of... I, <laughs> senior, I have had... Senior, Black Lives Matter. Like, I have had two neighbors... I'm going down the street. I have had two neighbors come over with their kids and bring brownies, bro. I'm telling you, I'm getting, I'm getting over. <laughs> I'm getting over. <laughs> Hey, three years ago, you would have got evicted from the house you own. Man, three years ago, I probably would have got. <laughs> yeah, three years three, ago. Three years ago, Finesse would have been lying at the bottom of Topeka Canyon. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Hey, man, it's been it's been it's been an unfortunate incident that everybody's being so conscious. But I literally have people when I'm walking by sometimes saying. We just saw the news. I'm like, I didn't know that dude. I didn't, I didn't know that guy. <laughs> thank you for your thank service. You. But I, I, yeah. Thank you I for your service. You for the sympathy. I don't know him. He's not a cousin. I, I, no. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I, had, I literally had two people the first week go, I'm so sorry. And I was like, for what? Really? For what? That's so really? crazy, yeah. man. You know, sometimes. I saw. You know what I saw, Finesse? What's up, bro? Trey, Brian, you're going to love this. So I'm standing in line to get into Apple. Ugh. And uh, so the lady, you know, the security guard that's scanning us, the lady that, that mm-hmm. you know, puts the temperature. As a, this white couple walks out, Karen, mm-hmm. Karen, you know, the stereotypical Karen, mm-hmm. she walks up to the, to the lady, you know, black lady, and she mm-hmm. goes like this. I just want to thank you for your service. 
for for being at the front lines so that we can do things like this. And I'm like, bitch, that's a security guard. What right. the fuck are you talking right. about, man? Like, what are you doing right now? Man, he high right now. He don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's like, excuse me, man. What? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you. I, I'm sorry. What, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you could smell it. Jacob, oh, shit. You remember the, the lady at Apple? The, the, when she complimented the security guard, thank you for being at the front lines. And we both just looked at it like this. He's not this. even essential. <laughs> he the opposite of essential. No, it was a lady. It was a lady security guard. It oh, it was a lady like, security guard. Yeah, and it was just like, what the fuck, Karen? Shut, shut the up. fuck up. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your service and being in the front lines. I know it's scary, but to to have this open means a lot to us. And thank you. Bitch, get the fuck out of here. Hey, Joe, I got to say this, bro. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but when I got out to L.A. and I was, um, you know, just trying to get my foot in at the clubs, when I tell you Brian would always show me love and, 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 and walk me into the improv or just make sure I didn't have any... You know what I mean? Bro, so, yes. so just oh, I didn't man. know he was gonna be on here. So when I saw his face and said, "What's up, finesse?" My mind uh, flooded so. with memories and all. And now it's yeah. and, and now I'm just sort of like, "Holy shit, bro! This is this is crazy." Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, Brian. <laughs> Brian, Brian really nice. Brian, I Brian, I thank you a lot too because I always say about JFL days. But what finesse just said. I totally remember. That's right. Yeah. He was the he was the guy over at the improv, and he always had like a nice sports jacket on, a fucked up button up shirt. He always felt he almost <laughs> he always, he always shitty, looked he over. Shitty. He always looked over underdressed. <laughs> he always looked over underdressed. He was yes! wore a suit. <laughs> he wore a suit, and then like it's true. I wore but, a suit for a seven dollar an hour yeah. job, and nobody told me to. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't like a suit. It was like it's a suit, but I could still do cocaine in yeah. it. Like it was crazy. Yeah. Suit. And 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 I was not uh, a name. I think my only credit was Comic View at the time. Yep. But he would mm -hmm. just be like, "Yo, finesse coming in, dude." <laughs> that's so true, so, yeah, man. So it was just so so nostalgic. You know, I would see him every now and then on his ascension. Yeah. You know, we're all climbing, we're all grinding, yep. we're all rising. But seeing him right now and knowing that he's not homeless, even though his beard. Makes him look a little homeless. Yes, you yes. Know? I'm very. Hey, <laughs> I, I want to follow his cult. Yeah, How's hey. that sound? <laughs> Whenever he's preaching, I'm listening. Yep. <laughs> My dad always said, "Don't trust a man that talks in front of a sailboat." And I'm like, "Yep, yep there yep. it is." Yeah. I'm so glad he escaped Waco, and now he's Waco. here with you. He was the only one. He was, he was the only, only one. one. They got all of them. But Brian is here, baby. He's the one true way. <laughs> Brian's last oh, words oh, at man, Waco was, you you'll never other. catch me. Only God will catch me. <laughs> Only God will catch me. <laughs> God shall judge me. <laughs> and then he put on his blazer, and then he ran. <laughs> he saved his notepad. <laughs> and his my little clipboard. I took myself so seriously. Oh, my God. And bro, you shave off all that hair, bro. You're going to look goddamn 28. Yeah. Right, it's right. so finesse, dude. You got dude. a young old face. Dude, finesse! You really brought back some memories, man. That's that's so cool. Cause I totally forgot about those improv days, Brian. Brian was the like, man. You were Brian was like the coolest, yeah, the coolest person at the improv, man. He always oh, made man. everyone feel like they were a headliner. It didn't yep. matter if uh, Seinfeld that is, walked that is, in. That is it. That or is Joe it. Coy. He, he would made walk you feel you like in. a headliner. That's what it did is. Did you eat? Mm -hmm. You gonna get a drink? 
yeah, that was made cool, it, you know thank you i, I just kind of i don't know i really loved the job it was my first job in comedy i was the floor manager at, at melrose from like 98 to 2000 and i just love the comics man and and it just feels like you know if you're a comic and you're in a room like that you should be able to hang out be in the back you know chill whether you're on the show or not and like mm-hmm. i don't know i mean that's those relationships that i built there are still paying dividends now 20 years later that's 20, 20 years ago years 20 years ago, 20 years ago, years ago. We, we, we've known each other that's crazy. i got snl in 2003 crazy. so i knew i wasn't nobody i didn't have wow. one credit but comic wow. view and the crack and the crack killborn late show that's the only shit i oh, had yeah. done. wow that's right <laughs> Yeah, 2003, I was putting shoes up on a rack at Nordstrom. <laughs> Is that true, Joe? Crushing at night. Oh, yeah. yeah. 2003, I got, I had, that was my, that was I my. I know, I remember. Yeah. I remember when you got SNL. It was the talk of the town. You, oh, yeah. I think JB Smooth got it. Yeah. I think Dean Edwards got it. Yeah. And Jeff. Um, and and they were, what's and cool uh, about Keenan that Thompson. is. Yeah. That's right. Keenan got it. The cool thing was, um, right. I, I only knew fin- Finesse through, you know, like I only knew him at the clubs, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I'd see him, mm-hmm. um, but but uh, JB I knew because I was opening for him at the time. So get, him getting it was just like a wow factor. And then Dean Edwards, I opened for him. Mm-hmm. That was a wow factor. And then Finesse, it's like I indirectly knew you and you were an LA cat. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wow, dude, this is so crazy. Like I know three guys that just got SNL. Right. I remember at Mixed Comedy Nuts when you were in the green room and uh, and, and I, I, I told you this before, Finesse, mm-hmm. but I, I just remember congratulating you, man. Like, yeah. yo, this is because it was a historic moment, man. Yeah. That was like, I think four black people yeah. got hired on SNL. <laughs> like that was the first, like usually it was that, just one black guy and then the another black guy, but no one saw that guy. It was that, like, <laughs> that was the start. It was, uh, tra- yeah. it was Tracy and Dean leaving SNL and then them bringing in me, JB Smooth and Keenan and JB was a writer. And yes. then, um, and then we had we had I think we had a black female writer. I'm not sure. Tina Fey was black to me, so she was she counts. Wait, as, she is black. She counts as a black female writer. <laughs> She's black though. I saw her mom. Her mom's a singer. Let me let me tell you. Um, what you know? Hold on, hold on, Finesse. We got to give. No, I'm t- you you're talking Tina to you. Fey. No, you're no, talking no, about no, Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. Tina. He said Mia Maya. Mia Maya. Now I'm all fucked. Can we start this pot over? <laughs> <laughs> hey, they, they have good weed in Las Vegas, bro. So I already yeah, know. They do. <laughs> they do. Maya Rudolph, whose mother is Maya Maya, Minnie Ripperton. Minnie yes. Ripperton. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, she's amazing. She's about Loving to, you. Bro, she's about to make bank because. Why? Because she looks just like Kamala. Kamala. Yeah, Kamala. Yeah. She's got a Kamala Harris impression. Oh, my God. Yeah. She does. When, when, when Sarah yeah. Palin hit the scene, Tina Fey blew up, blew the frick up. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even think of that. She's about to blow up. Let me tell you this, and this is to the guys uh, that do my pod all the time, Brian and Andre. Mm -hmm. How is it that Finesse is posted up next to a pool and his audio (laughs) is better than both of you motherfuckers? I don't understand. (laughs) Circuit City, bitches. Why, why, does, why does Finesse sound like he's in the studio with Dr. Dre and Dre sounds like he's outside of Crab Shack or some shit, like he's in a parking lot? The funny thing is, is we helped him. They helped him, bro. They helped Oh, really? Yeah. A little tech support, yeah. Hey, well, stop helping them. Why don't you help yourselves? I should help myself, yeah. No, really, hey. though. Honestly, Finesse's uh, audio is like, this is the best I've ever heard 
audio from a guest. Honestly, I don't know what's going on because the asshole is outside by the pool chilling. I, tur- I, I turned it. off the filter. <laughs> I turned off the AC. We have no noise. And I got rid of the weed blower guy. So I'm good. <laughs> 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 <The> weed blower. <laughs> uh, Joe, explain to me, because yes. I'm all over your social media, um, what the doll, what is it called? And- Funko Pop. Okay. Okay, so the cool thing about Funko Pop, man, is it is literally a, a pop culture sensation. It, it's literally, it's got a cult following, like, any, like, there's nothing like it right now. Okay. There, there's no doll, there's no, oh, here it is, bow. And, and everybody, and people can get them made like them? Because I no, think- No, you can't. Gabriel so you can't, had can't. one or no, or yeah. Yeah, yeah, you the, you you got to be picked by by the, uh, oh, the, company. the company. Okay, the company when it's an exclusive like this, yeah, it's, it's he, he by the owner the and, and, and guys he, down the, the company. Mm-hmm. You can make your own Funko <laughs> personal doll, but the collectors, mm-hmm. the people that collect these, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I mean, it's it's amazing the love they get. Once they find out you have that exclusive, it's it's over with, man. Dope. It's over. I was signing. I was signing for almost four days straight, Congrats, bro. I, I couldn't feel my it. back, bro. Like you was cr- you was cooking crack up in there with all the yeah, damn man. boxes in there. <laughs> I said, had all the kids. Nino Brown at the corner. Yeah, <laughs> had, I was smacking bitches. He had women in there butt naked. <laughs> I was for no, no reason. reason. For no I was like, reason. let me check your let me check your panties. Yeah. Is there a Funko Lift in your pants? That goddamn <laughs> triple D titty up. And let me Bitch. make sure you ain't trying to goddamn smuggle a Funko, Funko, what a Funko? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Mia, Maya, Mia, 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 Maya, Mia, Maya, Funko, Funko. Hey, what'd be dope though is if you do it like the Mexican cartel is when they take, when they buy it and they get their doll and then they yeah. submerge it and goddamn Alka-Seltzer water and let that shit dissolve and then the crack and Coke is right there. Smuggling, okay, um, smuggling drugs in the Funko pop. Okay. <laughs> Finesse, no. this is a family show. Oh, my bad. And, uh, we're trying, yeah. We're, you have we're said, to, you have, you have said smacking bitches nine times. Okay, that was a character. Oh, that was bad. a character. My bad. You're, you're actually giving real life directions. Hey, bro. Uh, I was in the Nino Brown character. I was Wesley Snipes. Oh, my you were bad. Finesse Mitchell selling crack cocaine via Funko Pop. Brother, I'm just trying to help some of the people in the pandemic get their merchandise. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah I'm saying right. entrepreneurial hey, spirit. Man, yes. You got to help everybody, bro. You know, you got to remember the people at the bottom of the totem pole. My favorite part of this whole pod is Finesse goes, man, you know, everyone in my neighborhood sees what a family man I am, how caring and loving I am to my children. Cut to what you do is you d- submerge it in crack cocaine and then you paint it and that's just the full first layer. Once it breaks up, crack for everybody. Crack for everybody. We all win. Bro. You know what I'm saying? You can't never take it back to the powder unless it dries up. But once you reheat it up, it'll, very, it'll rock up. And then once it yeah. rocks up, chip it away. And then you can sell it for $10, 20 Anyway. Anyways. Listen closely, boys and girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> Finesse. I got um, to write a movie for us, bro. Please. I'm down. Let's go. I, you know, I know you probably got some major projects, but the Joe Coy <laughs> on the big screen, that's so... That's so necessary right now because man. your movement is just like incredible. Man, and seltzer Dude, you've always <laughs> been good, man. Like, that's what I love. Like, this business is, uh, it's cutthroat. 
Anyone that decides to do stand-up, dude, get ready for the long haul. Yeah. This shit don't happen overnight. You don't get a house in Topanga Canyon. You know what I mean? Right. You know? right. <laughs> like, you're, you're broke for a long time. Right. A long, long time. But what carries you through is that passion, that love for what this thing we call uh, stand-up. You know what yeah. I mean? There's a lot of times I sat down wanting to cry, goddammit. Yeah. There was a lot of times. So, But don't get it twisted. Thank you for that. Don't get it twisted, Joe. I'm also, you know, buttering you up for the personal loan in nine months if this shit don't get back <laughs> to normal. <laughs> Remember when I said we should do a movie? Remember? Oh, it showed you love. Who knew this shit was going to be coming to June 2021? You know what I mean? Joe, Joe all I need is $10,000. i am going to invest in a small amount of crack. And I'm a triple it. No, just introduce me to the Jabberwockies and I can do the shit myself, dog. Like, connect me with them and I, and I, shit, I'll it's paint my in. face. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, man. You've I'm, always been good, Finesse. And like, like your, everything that I loved about you, your stage presence, everything, man. Your last special, what was it on again? It was on Showtime. Yeah, yes, Showtime. That's right. I thought it was going to be Amazon. I thought it was gonna, I was going to say Amazon. Well, you know what? So it, it, sh it shifted over to Amazon. You're right. It's oh, on, it is. Yeah, it's on Amazon right now. <laughs> Yo, uh, everyone, go <laughs> see Finesse Mitchell on Amazon Prime. It's yeah, amazing. man. We were kind of smart about it. We were because we didn't even know they wanted it, but because of the relationship that I had forged, and and you know, kind of what you're saying. You know, I learned a long time ago, especially from, from watching other comics, that you're not going to get anywhere by being an asshole, even if you're oh. the best. It's, oh. your, your time is short-lived if you're an asshole because nobody's going to be able to tell you not to do that drug, not to, you know, force yourself on this woman, not to, you know, shit on your fans who they've been waiting two hours just for you to come out and at least wave if you can't do a meet and greet. You know, you yeah. got to be a good person in this business. And so um, I say all that to say that the only thing I felt like I was lacking was not giving people their roses while they were close to me, while they were alive, while, while I'm in front of them. And, and I think you reach a certain age where you're like, dang, man, I've been blessed to be in this business 20 years. Joe's been doing it 20 plus years. A lot of us, we, we, we well in our 40s, a lot of people have been doing this shit for 20 years. So when I see them, instead of being that finesse that was just like great set, I want to connect personally all over again with people and say, you did an amazing job. And that's how yeah, I'm living man. my life right now. Yeah, man. Like, it, you know, when you give energy like that, one, one, when it takes a lot to give energy, mm -hmm. like energy is not free, man. Like, yeah. that's why I always say when someone walks up to you and, and, and says, hey, man, I'm a huge fan or I love your work or, oh, my God, you're so funny. When you push that energy away, mm -hmm. bro, one, it, it hurts you because mm -hmm. when you receive energy, that just makes you like when someone says you look good and you take it, oh, thank you. That mm -hmm. makes you feel good for the rest of the day. That's, that's energy that was given to you by another person. When someone goes, oh, my God, I love your work, blah, blah, and you walk away from that, mm -hmm. bro, not only does that hurt you, but it hurts that person. Right. Because it takes a lot for a person to give energy away. Right. Like this is very valuable. Like, it, like, like, I remember when I, I, I was going to meet uh, Eddie Murphy for the first time. Mm -hmm. And it took me like 20 minutes just to gather up the, the mm -hmm. strength to just walk up to this, this man who I've idolized my whole life. Like, mm -hmm. that takes a lot of energy to yeah. do that. Yeah. You know, like, not, no, like not Eddie, even, not even knowing, not even knowing not how he's going to respond. Exactly. Mm -hmm. right. So, like, Eddie is standing there, you know, 
he could do one of two things. He could be an asshole and completely crush me because he doesn't know that it took me 20 minutes to gather up the strength to do mm -hmm. that. Or he could be really nice and then we both win because he gets another yeah. compliment, which he always gets. Mm -hmm. But then it also makes me feel good because it took me 20 minutes to receive that, mm -hmm. man, you know? And like, I don't think people really understand that. That's why when someone, when I, you know, and it doesn't, you don't have to be famous. Like sometimes I'll give a compliment just to like an employee somewhere. I'm like, hey, you look nice today. And they're like, mm, okay. And I'm like, don't do that. Right. But like that, that you just, you mm -hmm. completely blocked a compliment, man. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. hey, thank you. And, and receive it, man. That, that's a, like, that's, a, that's energy I gave you. I didn't have to tell you you look good. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. take that. I'll give you, you credit, you, Joe. Like, you live that. Yeah. Like I've, we've been to lunch really together, do. and you know, just nowhere in a diner, and people like came up and interrupted our meal to to say something nice to you, and you gave them so much positive energy and time and attention. Mm -hmm. You know, and I could tell yeah, that it really mm -hmm. landed with those people. And yeah, it, dude, it means a lot, dream. dude. And I only uh, do no. it. I only do it out of personal experience, mm -hmm. man. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I, I remember there's there's a couple people I've met, and I'm like, <clears throat> I will never. Mm -hmm. ever tell anyone about this person ever again. Like I was right. done with that person. Right. And there's a couple, and they're not even that famous finesse. Bro. And I remember walking up to him, dude, I love your work. And it was just like, oh, okay, man. And I was like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> but you, know, but you know, go ahead, Dre. I'm gonna, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a little devil's advocate a little bit yeah. and say like, it, I think it's so rare that people give genuine compliments nowadays that people don't know how to react sometimes. Like it's like, it's, it's almost like, Oh shit! Was that real, or was or are you just fucking with me? You know, I was what I mean? ready yeah, to say that. People take it that way. I was getting ready to say, Dre, okay, that yeah. um, yeah. believe it or not, Joe, my wife, it's very hard for her to accept compliments. I can wow. say, babe, you look amazing. She'll just be like, mm -hmm. she always sucks her teeth. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I, like I just tried to hit on her, and she don't know me, and we got two babies. I'm like, I'm allowed to call you beautiful. I'm allowed yes. to say you look great in those jeans. Yes. And every right. time, and, and one day I just said, why do you do that? And she said, it's something that I have to, it's me, it's not you. I love the compliment, yeah. I don't know how to respond. I said, just say thank yeah. you. We've been together yeah. too long. And so now it's like, a, I do it when I'm teasing her, and now she's really like, fuck off, because she thinks I'm teasing <laughs> her, you know? Finesse, you didn't take out the trash, yeah, but you look amazing today. <laughs> fuck you, Finesse! <laughs> <laughs> that that is crazy though that there are people like you know like sometimes i'm like why are why are people all cut from the same cloth when it comes to stuff like that upbringing you know what i mean upbringing. like i understand yeah. is it upbringing yeah, absolutely yeah absolutely yeah. It was, it's the way it's how you were praised or not praised growing up in your household because if you weren't mm -hmm. When you go to college or get out of high school, you still gonna be a dick. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, true. or you're gonna be that person that says, I'm gonna be the opposite because I never got this from my mom. I never got this from my dad. So I'm gonna make sure I'm the super nicest guy in the room. So it's, it's either or, you never know. Yeah, yeah. You choose yeah. your own path, right? You Trump, decide, Trump's you dad, control it. Trump's never dad probably told him he was great, he was brilliant, you know? It was probably always a competition in their house of who mm. could outdo who. That's why Eric mm -hmm. is a jerk. That's why the other dude, Trump Jr. is a jerk. Yeah. And Ivanka, Ivanka would be a jerk, but you know, she a woman, so all she know how, she just got to smile. You know, she just smile. So it's easy for, yeah. you know, to show compassion. But the guys who have these chips on their shoulders, like I'm going to be just like dad, 
Mm-hmm. Jerks, bro. You know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, went up to, I went up to Denzel Washington. I mean, I told you the Denzel Washington story. I went up to Denzel Washington at a, you know, it was a, I was in New York. I was on SNL. It was a, it was a Quincy Jones. It was an Usher birthday party. And Quincy Jones was like the music guy. He was, it was just the dopest party in the rainbow room up at 30 rock on top of the, you know, at, at the rainbow room. And, and, and it was a celebrity who's who. And I saw Denzel Washington lost my fucking shit. Did the whole mm-hmm. 20 minutes, what am I going to say? How am I going to mm-hmm. approach him? And I did my whole, fuck it, I'm just going in. So I went over to Denzel Washington. I finally worked up my courage, man. And I said, Denzel, hey, man, I'm, fin- I'm Finesse Mitchell. I'm on Saturday Night Live. You're a big fan. I mean, I'm a big fan. I, I just love everything you do. And I just wanted to come over here and just just say what's up, bro. And and, and this is my first season, you know, on SNL. And, and I'm just excited. And I... I know I sound crazy, but I mean, oh man, I love you. And he was like, so? <laughs> no. So that's what happened. He said so. And I was just like, man, nice to meet you, bro. I'm going to leave you to yourself. And I'm, you know, I'm going to just go back over there. And uh, now, mind you. Wait, what the fuck? This is not the ending <laughs> I wanted to hear, bro. I know, bro. I know, but that's the story. And I wanted to, I wanted to say maybe my internet cut out because he knew I was yeah. about to tell this story, <laughs> and he's so powerful. But, but that, to just, his, that but, just bummed me out. <laughs> but to hit, but I will say this: at the time when I approached him, so when I went up to him, Dre, he was doing this. <laughs> he, oh, he had a drink in his hand. <laughs> One hundred percent. You know what that means, Dre. One hundred percent. One million percent, Dre. You I, look like fact, you've had. In fact, Dre, I've seen liquor. Dre like that finesse. <laughs> and don't and don't act like I haven't, Andre. I seen Stop. you do that. And then for three days, and then for three days, finesse, Andre was I, I, like, I my ankles are still this. swollen. Like I'm I like this old is. motherfucker. <laughs> Man, he was lit, bro. He was so lit. And when I are realized, you, are you? Hold on, I want to interrupt you, finesse. Are you uh-huh. making an excuse? Yeah, are you well, making an ex- excuse for the charge? No. I mean, the closer I got, I saw him staggering. I saw it. Uh-huh. I, I didn't expect him to say so. Yeah. I would have hoped yeah. he said, "Welcome to New York," and that's congratulations about SNL. You really don't know what to say to your favorite celebrity, but what came out was so. And so, I t- I would do you one better. That's a I hard pill Patty- to swallow for me, man. Tough. I I met Patty Labelle. Oh no! <laughs> no, don't do this. Don't don't take Patty from us, man. Don't fucking take Patty from us, man. It's already hard for me to throw away Man on Fire no. away. I'm the only one with a Man on Fire <laughs> Blu-ray, goddammit, and I gotta I throw that shit fire. away. I love First man. First of all, bro, fire. you are not the only one with a Man on Fire Blu-ray. We all have. <laughs> The fucking creepy oh, bear. No, God don't damn. do this to us, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> not really throw this away. Don't what? What this. about Patty? What? What are you gonna do? What? What are you gonna say. take away from us? <laughs> it was a little bit more positive. Okay. I was walking with my little entourage at a at a fashion show event, and she was coming with her entourage, Ooh. and she had a huge entourage. But we were kind of coming right towards each other, and her, her crowd was so you know horizontal. We were like, oh, we can't go. So we just basically like came right to each other's faces. And I was just like, hey, Patty. Oh, my God. I'm such a big fan. 
I love your work. Oh, by the way, I'm Finesse Mitchell. I'm on Saturday Night Live. And she said, nigga, I know who you are. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's yeah. great. And then, she, and then she gave me a hug. Oh, okay. We now, see, up. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. That makes sense. That's exactly how I thought Patty LaBelle yep, bro. would react. I called my mom, and I said, Mom, Patty, call me a nigga. Okay, okay. Now that you said that, okay, because now that we're in the that's times dumb. that we're in, that's the my that's son dumb. at the time when my son, when did YG come out? Four years ago. <laughs> mm -hmm. like four years, he hit the scene mm -hmm. hard, right, Dre? He hit, he hit the scene hard. Real hard. He been in grind for ten years and yeah, hit the scene but he hard. hit it. He hit it hard four years ago. My son at the time was probably 12, 13. Mm -hmm. and he wanted to get a YG hat. Cause he had like mm -hmm. a pop-up store on Melrose. <laughs> He's like, dad, can you take me to pop-up? I was like, all right, let's go. We go to Melrose. No, no, off of Fairfax. It was off of Fairfax, uh, right by the Supreme store. So we pull up. Yeah. Now we're walking yeah. into this, uh, to YG store, Dre. Guess who comes walking out? YG. Mm -hmm. And of course, Joe, Joe gives zero fucks. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Joe, Joe got that, that kid, that kid, uh, energy. Right, yeah. hey, not that I don't. That I, I've never smelt defeat, and I don't know right. what it even smells like. He, he don't so, need liquid courage. Nah, he ready. my soul's like YG. Phone up, <laughs> right? Walks up to him. <laughs> Can I take a selfie? Right? YG, and of course, Y is gonna say no right. because he's coming out of this store with a million fans that's in it. He's just trying right. to get into this right. all right. red Maybach. Okay, so that's yeah. what he's trying to get into right, <laughs> right. now. <laughs> uh, so right. I get it. Start and the then, whole thing if he stops, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, yeah. and yeah. then he calls my son the N word, but he says it. And it was like he's like, I like your because he had the hat on. Oh hmm. wait, we already went into the store and bought the hat. That's what it was because uh -huh. little Joe had the hat on that said a hundred <laughs> on it. Right, he saw that my son was wearing it. It was like nice hat, little. <laughs> right, right. My son's yeah. day. I'm a it was the greatest day <laughs> of my son's life. What? He was like, yo, what? dad, did you hear what he called me? Yo. Yeah. Dad, let's go get somebody dad pregnant. Done. Mm -hmm. right. Dad. <laughs> right. We're driving in a, Andre, we're driving in a car. He's looking out the window up at the sky like, thank God. Thank you, God. Yep. I yep. made it. Yep. <laughs> And so, so here, so, 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 uh, here's, here, so here's funny, Joe. Uncle Dre, Uncle Dre, can you drop me off yeah, at school? And, then, uh, and right was, before I go into school, I'm going to like, see you later, dad. I made it. So I here's something it. funny, Joe. Yeah. Uh, yesterday on the pod, uh, he called me and said, Bob hey, Saget, Uncle right? Dre, oh, nice. Uncle Dre, could you give me and a ride And there was so now? much love going back and forth. And you know how after an hour you get comfortable? And after, out of nowhere, Bob was just like, you know, I wish I was black sometimes. And I, was just like, I said, uh, mark that. Mark it. We're going to we're gonna, we're gonna cut that out. Yeah, cut that out. I said, cut so we're going to cut that out. Yeah. And he was, and, and, and then, you know, he kind of explained what he meant. But sometimes the love that's, you know, going back and forth and people, don't necessarily know how to receive it. Yeah. <laughs> not feeling like they're getting their roses in their own community. I think he was just trying to say, 
<laughs> not only because he did, he explained yeah, it. He said, not only are you guys super talented. Well, he didn't say it like that, but he's just like the way he phrased it. I understood it. I got it. And he was just like, if more people could be. I love so that you're authentic. saying that finesse, and I and I love yeah. the fact that you're being honest with your answer right mm -hmm. now because I feel like we're in a time right now where well, I could have crucified him exactly, I and, and I we I live said, in a time. We're gonna post that shit and get get views. Yeah, and, and and what's crazy though is we live in a time where I feel like people want to find an opportunity to to stand on a soapbox mm -hmm. and, and and destroy something like that. We mm -hmm. all know who Bob Saget is. We right. all know what type of character is. If you've never seen his act, make sure you watch it first yeah. and then you'll understand because- Or watch him right, on my podcast. Right, 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 or watch right, right, him on, oh yeah, watch yeah. him on Vanessa's the podcast. But, but I'm <laughs> but just yeah, saying in ahead. general, in general, okay. Mm -hmm. Like I understand that compliment. As, as yeah. fucked up as that sounds, like I, I've said this to Andre, like you mm -hmm. can say that about any culture though, man. And mm -hmm. mostly the black culture. There's mm -hmm. a reason for their superiorness in entertainment. When you take <laughs> so much away from a race and all they got is themselves to entertain, to mm -hmm. be funny, to dance, to play music that's not taught to them. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't have instruments. I'll create one. Give me that turntable right. and make it the fucking dopest instrument to ever fucking exist. Mm -hmm. That comes from that situation. And right. that, and when someone makes that compliment, man, it's not like it's not like a diss, like yo, black people so talented. Right? No, it's not that. It it is in our like we were saying, Andre. It's in the DNA, man. Mm -hmm. It's in the DNA strand. It's he hundreds and hundreds saying, and thousands of fucking years of being yeah, oppressed mm -hmm. and finding to do something on their own, and and it's just part of their yeah. computer makeup. It's like they're mm -hmm. it's their it's their fucking it's yeah. their, uh, whatever. It's their uh, goddamn program. Aristotle, I think mark that. Pretty much mark that. Don't mark that. Just kidding. Don't mark that because I, we can say the same thing about Filipinos, man. Yeah, you know what I mean, I a lot of people. A lot of people. He was coming from a place. He definitely understands racism. Yes. He was, he was discriminated right. against all of his upbringing, <laughs> growing up in just a rural white area, and his family being like the only Jewish family in that area uh, in Virginia. <laughs> and he just understood everything. He hates starchly, um, staunchly, whatever the word is, uh, racism, and and just just uh, injustice. He hates it, bro. It's just yeah. it just oozes out of his pores more than like mm. any white celebrity I've ever met. But yeah. the compliment came from a point of, I would be Bob Saget on steroids. If, if this is where I am right now, with how many doors were open for me, with the people that I used to walk the comedy store with back in my day finesse, to walk yeah. the halls with Richard Pryor and Sam Kennison, and people just showing up the way the same matches now. Look, hold on, hold on. I really want to reinstate what you're saying, finesse, because the listeners mm -hmm. don't get it. What he's saying is, imagine walking the halls, the, not, not in front, in front of the mm -hmm. audience. Imagine behind the door of a, of a green room with, mm -hmm. with the likes of Richard Pryor, Sam Kinison, Andrew Dice Clay, Robin mm -hmm. Williams, and that's who you're fucking with? Backstage, right. it, and just he's the, the host. what they're saying on stage. Imagine the what they're saying backstage, and Bob they're, Saget's he's, in that. He's that introducing. World. He's passing the mic back and forth. But every time he goes backstage, he's thinking, "How the fuck did I even get in this room? I'm good, but these guys." And then he told me this Eddie Murphy story: how Eddie Murphy was uh, about to was about to shoot Raw, and so he actually came in in the blue leather suit 
okay. the comedy store to, yeah. to, to like run it one more time. And Joe, you know how you feel about Raw. Mm-hmm. He was like, so to, to watch Eddie, to watch the rooms, the walls sweat, and, the, and, the, and like nobody wanted to perform. They just wanted to close the club after that, after he ran his set. Nobody was going up after that. But he was like, I was there. I saw it. Mm-hmm. I witnessed it. And the only thing I could think of is he's the next Superman. Yeah. He's the next. And if I just had a little bit of what he had to do to even get to this point, you know, because he, you know, he was, he was, he was, and still is. Mm-hmm. There will never be another Eddie Murphy. And, and, and I say that uh, I, there's, yeah. there's, there's a God given talent with uh, Eddie. When mm-hmm. he speaks, it is, it's just, I don't know, man. I don't even know how to explain the youngness, it. If you the watch- youngness of Delirious is like, okay, that's Eddie Murphy. He's in mm-hmm. a red leather suit. And then Delirious was funny. Yeah. If you watch Raw, Raw, where he talks about family shit and his wife and his situation. There is not one, from the opening sentence, there is yeah. not a stumble. There is not a second guess. There is not a pause. No. It's just articulated beautifully and the jokes are phenomenal. But the segues, yep. the it's just there's no there's no splicing Mm-mm. there's no ooh ooh one nope. minute he's holding water the next minute he's at the mic stand because he did nine shows ain't on that shit going on mm-hmm. it was nope. just uh, it was just a performance and, and I will like, tell you this also man to shoot a special in an arena mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know what I mean like you can shoot it at a theater and completely control a theater I, I'll mm-hmm. control a theater <laughs> but when you shoot it in an arena you yeah. gotta come one million percent. <laughs> And you're still not going to get everybody. It's impossible. Right. Right. So you got to right. talk over people. You got to like right. the, all the distractions. Like you know, when I was doing my 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 special man, mm-hmm. while I'm while I'm performing, you know the exits, the exits all the way. There's so many exits going around, okay. right? Yeah. You can see people walking to get drinks <laughs> and yeah. merch, and it's it's so distracting. You're just like, yeah. oh, I don't see that. Oh. I don't see that. And just right. people casually like going to the bathroom. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you got to ignore never, it. You got to like. Yep. So I never thought I'm, about that. What yep. I'm trying to say is, when you watch Raw, you totally mm-hmm. forget that he's inside Madison Square Garden, the yeah. Garden, the hardest place <laughs> to play basketball, the the hardest place <laughs> to do anything. Right. You got to bring it in New York City, and like right. you know, that's why Chicago. <laughs> uh, that's why uh, uh, Michael Jordan always said that's the mecca. He didn't even right. call the United Center his mecca. He said. Madison Square Garden is the mecca because that is where you have to be at the the, the at the best, top of your grand. the top the, yeah. the best. You remember you remember the story of Richard and how he bombed the first taping and he just oh. want and he just stopped and he said, yes. "Can y'all just come back tomorrow?" He yes. left. He was like, "Can y'all just come back tomorrow?" Yep. I promise you guys, I'll be better tomorrow. Yep. We'll honor the tickets and everybody came the next day. And then on Complete that next chaos. day, Complete that next chaos. that next day, bro, you still see him telling people, "Come on, yeah. come get your seats." That I he's on stage, and people I, are like trying to like find their seats. He's like, "Come on, come on back." You, you know what's imagine, crazy? And then he ad lib. Imagine the white people coming back yep. to see the niggas yep. in their seats. Yep. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. But that was a real moment, and he was recording live. I know, but I, I want to ask you about that too because that's one of my favorite specials. When I was a kid, I could not stop watching that because I was just so. You've never seen a special like that. Yeah, every special that you ever see, and I've watched every single one, especially at that age. I was watching mm-hmm. hours every every day. I was watching a different hour. And mm-hmm. um, the one thing I, I I loved about that special is right. the chaos of people sitting, like being ushered to their seats while mm-hmm. they're taping. While they're and taping. I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like it was just pure <laughs> chaos. 
and he in complete control. Right. Like he owned you that fucking you, room. You, you introduced your headliner. You introduced Richard when 10 rows were still empty. Still in the empty. Front. <laughs> still empty. People if I was running to their seats. Come on, man. I Somebody couldn't believe it. You'll never. <laughs> Somebody ever. made a mistake. <laughs> okay, that's my question. Finesse, that's my question because this has always bothered me. And I wish we could, I wish Richard was around so we could ask him. Did he? Because I know he had a problem the night before. And, uh, and, and he completely just <laughs> right. left the stage. It just right. wasn't going right. I don't know if anyone's ever seen it, but, but he literally taped twice the first show. He just walked up. He didn't have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, literally sure. just left the taping, mm -hmm. which is right. another great thing because the second right. taping was 100% the whole thing. He had right. nothing to cut to for the first for the first <laughs> right. show. So wow. that <laughs> that whole fucking hour special was really one take. He's right. the original one take home. Right. And, and um what what I'm what I was thinking to myself is did he create that chaos to get into that character? Did he tell the director to just fuck up? You know what I mean? Or do you think someone honestly fucked up? Because I don't see how a big, first of all, I think that was Paramount. It was a huge, huge deal because it was his comeback. Mm -hmm. and, 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 uh, and it was a huge multi-million dollar deal. Like, mm -hmm. I don't see how they would fuck up like that unless Richard was like, I want this to, like, I, I don't have it and I need mm -hmm. some chaos so I can get mm -hmm. into my character or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I need, to, exactly I need this to feel like the comedy store right now. I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. You okay. ready? Yeah. I believe, I want to say he had Patti LaBelle open up. I think it was. You're right. I think he had Patti LaBelle open up. That's a big mistake. At, huge mistake. <laughs> huge mistake. Huge. Especially that Patti LaBelle. Huge, oh, huge mistake. Where, where, where it's just five <laughs> words and that's a 10-minute run. <laughs> yes. But imagine, 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 um, like there's only, there was only one Richard back then. Like yeah. you, you were, you were. Oh. Yeah. You were the Cat Williams way back then saying stuff that we knew you could say, but the way you said it was so <laughs> yeah. funny, we didn't care how you said it. We just wanted no to one hear cared. No one right? cared. No one cared. I said Cat a little bit because it's been known Cat might have a couple of bad habits, right? Yep. So back then, Richard had a lot of bad habits. Yes. So imagine Richard backstage being told he has to wait until people get back to their seats because they're mm. still out bullshitting because Patty just blew the roof off the thing. Yeah. And I think it had to be probably like 30 minutes in and everybody's like, we're going to get charged extra if we're not out by 10 o'clock. Yeah. And he's just like, fuck it. Yeah. They're going to get their ass to their seat when they see me on stage because your ego jumps in and then yeah. you're like, fuck it, just introduce me. And then that's that when everybody crazy. started coming back on stage yeah. and he probably prepared himself on what he wanted to say yeah. when people were coming back in. I think that's the only thing he altered and shifted. And yeah. it probably got him out of the mindset of being nervous because now you're cracking on people coming in and now you're really ready to do some comedy yeah. and then you went into your bit. So that's my, that's my guess. Yeah, man. That, that routine, I think I, I memorized the whole routine, man. I remember going to school and just <laughs> repeating. Oh my God. God. The Doberman Pinscher next Doberman door. Pinscher. You know I'm going to be, oh, be after your ass tomorrow. God, that was so good. My monkey died. Yeah. Oh, oh, your monkey died? God. I was going to eat them. <laughs> I was going to eat them too. <laughs> Bro, he was so you know good, I'm going to be man. back eating that ass tomorrow. I know, I know. <laughs> Remember the cheetah chasing him in Africa? 
Now, yes. like, oh, the, the, che- the cheetah chasing, no, the cheetah chasing the gazelle, and the gazelle did that little move. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he Man. said the cheetah kicked it into another gear, turned his head around. Yeah. And got- I mean, it was just. Yeah, man. I love okay. and ever since then, bro. How many black comics <laughs> have you seen go on stage talking about, yeah, and I went to Africa? I've seen so many people tell their Africa story, and I was just like, okay. That's original. Please don't, please don't talk about lions fucking. Please. Right, please. Just. Please. No, you 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 didn't just see that, okay? Bill Clinton is the first black president. We, we, oh we got it. So original. Got it. Got it. He plays <laughs> a Joe, do you find? Oh, my bad. You should be asking me questions. No, go for it, no. Vanessa. Do you find the the, the the special was dope? The special before the special was dope, and then his last special was dope. This last special, I, I love people sharing the stage and sharing the platform. Do you already have another hour right, right. or do you really need to like hone some shit where you're like, okay. Because I, cause you know, as, as comics, we could take two, three years if we really wanted to be dope yeah. to make sure we have a flawless special. Yeah. Um, do you feel any pressure to put out another one or are you like, all right, I'm, I'm pretty cool right now. And then when shit opens back up, We'll see. Let's work on a number. No, I'm ready. Uh, I have the, the hour already ready. And um, mm-hmm. it's so funny because when I was doing that, that in his elements, first of all, that in his elements has always been me. Like when I used to rent theaters in, uh, in Vegas, mm-hmm. and that's how I met J.B. Smooth. Like when I met J.B. Smooth on the Black Comedy Tour, I took mm-hmm. him uh, to Vegas in mm-hmm. 1998, bro, mm-hmm. at this theater that I would rent for 600 bucks, man. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and like, so that was always my thing. I always loved the variety show. I would have B-Boys open. I had a DJ, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so what I did in his elements, I always wanted to do like a variety show. So that's why I came with that mm-hmm. to, to, to Netflix. I was like, I love to just show my country and just bring other Filipinos up because it, it's hard to get into Netflix. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. So, yeah. um, so the, the, anyways, the reason why I'm telling you that is because I was sitting on an hour already. And they mm-hmm. asked me, do you want to shoot an hour? And I was like, I'd really like to do this variety show. And I kept mm-hmm. that hour to myself. So nice. when I did in his elements, I, I, I maybe gave two jokes away. Like I nice. just gave them, but it was to really just to buffer in between each comic. But, nice. uh, but yeah, the hour I had is this, ready. I have, this, I have this dope hour and I had probably been doing it since 2018 because I shot my first special. So out of probably like maybe three hours. I had this dope ass 50 minutes. Yeah. I'm all ready to go. And it's like, okay, ask me one joke from that goddamn hour I had before COVID. I can't remember that. I don't even know what I was talking about, bro. And I've been writing so many other jokes that I feel are more relevant now. It's yeah. like, okay, do I really go back to all those voice memos and try to find that hour and learn it all over again? Because yeah. I forgot it, you know, but that's what I was just wanted to know. But but Everybody's like, "Yo, man, don't don't waste no material." And I'm like, "Yeah, you're right." But, yeah, but you know, especially yeah. you, finesse. You, uh, you got <laughs> I just don't want to come on. I don't want to come on stage. You know, when COVID is open, and be like, "So, man, two people just died from COVID," and I'm everybody's like, "Wait, is that your old hour?" No, 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 no. <laughs> finesse opens. Finesse opens his new hour like this. Hey, y'all hear about Wuhan? Hey, man. <laughs> They got some shit ruffling over there in China. People just they, toppling over. They got the Wu-Tang flu coming over here. We better. <laughs> shit. 
Your hour is going to be amazing. And, uh, I hope and, so, and, bro. and you know, man, we have our muscle memory is just so good. The minute we get on stage, it just activates. I can't no. wait to do my Joe Coy present. <laughs> yeah. Let's but go. Now, Let's go. They're not going to listen to me. They'll listen to you. <laughs> Let's go. Kevin, I'm down. If Kevin Hart can bring out Little Rail, then fuck it. Let's go. Joe I'm Coy. down. Let's I'm do so down to do something like that. Ryan I'm George, very excited. just heard him say he wants to be a producer. It's a contract. Yeah, let's go. I was already I was already thinking about tapping into that world anyways. The, the last three to, I did on my own, my sister and I, you know, we we wore the hats on that. <laughs> you have to. And I, I've I've gone up I've gone to Tony Rock at least four times and say, please let me direct your special. Ooh. I know all the bits. Yeah. I know your mannerisms. I know what a camera should be. We about to make I a did. Eddie Murphy King and Ivory Wayne's joint. Yes. And he's just like finesse, man. You the only dude that be like, let me help. I'm like, dude, let me help. Like, I'll direct that shit. You, you don't think comics know how to shoot specials? Who've been yeah. shooting specials? Yeah. You know who helped me? You know who helped me shoot my very first special? Who? Russell Peters, without even without even a blink of an eye. Wow. He was like, what you up to? I was like, man, I want to shoot a special in Atlanta. I'm literally about 15 grand short because I'm going to use my own money. He's like, don't use your own money. He said, yeah. call my accountant tomorrow and tell him how much you need. Woo! And I was just like, stop it, Russell. What was he his was accountant's like, number? <laughs> All right. <laughs> and bro, I, I, I promise you, I called the number a real person spoke, uh, picked up. It wasn't a gag call. They were like, we've been expecting your call, Mr. Mitchell. And what is the amount that you need for your special? And bro, they wired me the money and I went and I shot my first special. God damn. And then the money from two shows that we charged, I charged like, it was Atlanta, <laughs> so I, you know, at the time I was charging like 40 bucks. Bro, I, I took the gate and gave the money back to Russell. That's dope. And, and I feel like that's how you do business. Yeah. That's how you make relationships. And he didn't have to wait on his money. He didn't wow. ask to be paid back. Wow. You know what I mean? Yep. He was just, hey, go get the money. Shoot your special. I, I love your comedy. Oh, man. Like, wow. That's dope. Russell, Russell is, uh, changed my life from uh, uh, Laugh Factory. And then he took me to Australia to open for him, right? And uh, mm -hmm. so we get on the phone together sure. and uh, I'll tell my story real quick. Cause this is about you finesse. Uh, <laughs> and, and he goes, he goes, um, yeah. he goes, yeah, when we go to Australia, I want you to so close dope. all the shows. That's so dope, man. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm working at Nordstrom rack, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, mm -hmm. all right, what are you talking about? Russ? He's like, I want you to close the shows. And, right. and I'm like, all right. So he right. switched the rotation and was opening his own show and mm -hmm. I was closing and it was, the Sydney Opera House, the Melbourne Theater, mm -hmm. like just oh these God. iconic, these iconic places in Australia. I, that mm -hmm. was the greatest tour I've <laughs> ever been on. And then the last show that we did, I opened up my, my door. By the way, everything was first class. The flight was first class. Everything was first class. And then mm -hmm. I opened up uh, my, my, my door to my suite, my big giant suite that he got me, mm -hmm. uh, which everything's not normal. Like this is not right. how you treat right. an opener. Right. Right. And then I go to my bed and I see this big wooden box big wooden box mm -hmm. yeah and i'm like what the hell and i open it and it was a tag hoyer watch brand new career a career mm -hmm. eight and mm -hmm. i open it and i'm like holy shit and he said thank you so much for being a part of this tour and i'm like this dude is above class man like yeah. he, he 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 he's the he's reason why australia it gives me love and uh, the mm -hmm. indian uh you know uh, fan base that he had he, he mm -hmm. shared that with me. And a lot of people do not like to share shit like that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, man, it was amazing. And, and you know, the one thing that, that, that I love about 
Russ is, you know, he was all about pay it forward. You know what I mean? He always, right. he, he always said that to me. He goes, cause I was like, yo, how do I, I'll pay you back. Like, it's like he goes, just do it for the next guy. So I've right. always got that from him. So right. yeah. yeah. And, and that, it and shows he did it for you too. He, he yeah, and that's, and that's where I am in life because I figured, I, I figured out early that I know what the hangup is for a lot of comics. They think it's a competition. I don't know why they think a, like that. It, and of course it is a competition when it comes to who are people going to select for certain roles. That part is a competition. Comedy is not a competition. Nope. Nope. Social media is not a competition. Nope. If you're like, I don't want to come on your podcast because you have, I have 3 million followers and you have 30,000 followers. Yeah. I don't want people to start. Yeah. What, what am I doing? I are they going to unfollow that. you? Yep. Are they going to unfollow you and then yeah. come over to the 30,000 comic? No, bro. They're just going to. The next day, just, he's got 3 million and you got 30,000? 30, you think that's how it works? <laughs> that's how it it works. doesn't work that way. <laughs> Fucking idiots. You know what I mean? So if you don't want to share strangers yeah. with me that you don't even know, it right. hasn't even been proven that these people come to your yeah, shows and crazy. support you. They just follow you on a yeah. content social media platform. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't even want to share strangers with me, but I just invited you to my house for dinner, yeah. something <laughs> is like, something is not so right. weird, man. Your mind has been warped by what you think the business is, and uh -huh. it's not that. Yep. And it takes, a, it takes a lot of people, I feel like, to reach a level where you don't feel like there's competition because you've made it. I've made it, but it's the people who were like that from the jump. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just Kevin, don't Hart, right. Kevin Hart was going to look out for them same for sure. five dudes, whether he hit big or not. Yep. Plus, they all started together and they were all like, push your, let's push your little ass up there. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They didn't need both hands. Just, there you go. Push your little ass up there. There you go, Kevin. But every tour, yeah. We're all yeah. millionaires. Oh, here go some classic cars for you guys. Let me know what type of projects y'all want to produce. Let's form a company. I right. feel like that is the business. The business. The only way to do it, man. That's the only way to do it. Because yeah, you can I don't be by yourself that. forever. No. <laughs> but you're paying the, when you're by yourself, you're paying the people around you <laughs> to be around you to tell you you're dope. And yeah, that ain't that's and, it. And that's and that's and those very same people are the yeah. exact same people who would be like. He has 30,000 followers and you have 3 million. Are yeah. you sure? Yep. And you're yep. like, yeah, I'm sure. Finesse, yeah. I remember me and me, we was about to get the scrapping outside the laugh factory. Finesse was the first one jumped in and threw blows. <laughs> like, you can't forget those stories. I would so never when, forget that story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, when Finesse, when you was in, when you was in Bermuda and you crashed a, a, a hurricane moped. motorcycle. No, nope. <laughs> was it a motorcycle? <laughs> was it a motorcycle? <laughs> Was it a motor it, max it speed? Was a very, max speed, twenty-eight miles per hour. Joe, twenty-eight miles per hour. It was a very supercharged. <laughs> no, nope, no. Nope. It, it, it was a bright. It was a, it was a bright yellow, <laughs> undercharged okay, moped that you Rick, selected. Listen, you had so many other details, colors to choose from, and you those picked details, yellow. Those details are not important to the story. They're not relevant. I just it's remember relevant, going very oh, set. Listen. What's relevant is that when I was going 180 uh, around uh, this corner. Not 180, 18. 18 <laughs> miles per hour. Supercharged. Okay. And let me just say this, because we were climbing a hill, Andre. Okay, we were climbing a hill on this scooter, and I'm like having a good scooter. time. Like, it's a scooter. You're on a scooter. And I was like, I was like, woo! I was like, you know how you're just in front of the pack, and you're like, woo! And then I look behind me, finesse is gone. 
Well, I stop my bike and I turn around. He's on the ground. Traffic stopped both ways. This motherfucker crashed at 18 miles per hour. Listen, when I saw the children crossing the street. No children. It was a freeway. I was coming at 180. I had a choice, 18. them or me, 18. them or me, Andre, yeah. Brian, them or me. I had a choice. <laughs> oh, shit. And what I did, I chose to lay the bike down like Puffy did. No. Sacrifice the body, sacrifice the body. That's exactly, yeah, that's and, and not I what happened there. at all. That's not but, what happened at all. I just but, remember your face was on the was pavement. <laughs> who turned around and they came for me. You did come back. You know, and they, uh, they, they made sure I was all right. And Bro, Samaritan, we had to lift him. Yeah. We had to lift him like it was. You remember, you remember Forrest Gump when he went back and got uh, Bubba? Very and he put him on his shoulders and ran him? Yeah. That's what we had to do to Finesse. Yes. And, all, and while we were carrying him off the freeway, Finesse was going, <laughs> my wedding, my wedding in my face. <laughs> My face isn't going to look right for the wedding. <laughs> he had a little tiny scratch right here. No. Little tiny oh. scratch, Andre. <laughs> yeah. And then, at the, and then at the show, Brian. he had a fucking band-aid this big. Brian, road rash all up my arm and back. I looked like a Ninja Turtle, bro. I had Barely. a shell of, 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 of scars. I had this big gash that needed 25 stitches. Oh, no. I just want to know, neck. were the kids okay? Day. Did you <laughs> save the children? Yes, I saved the children. So now, let's move on to another part of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one the of the funniest of the... moments of all time. <laughs> he, he hobbled up onto the stage. Oh, wow. This motherfucker played the role the whole way. Me and the promoter were just dying, just looking at him. Oh, gosh. Brian, only because, so, uh, only because when the crowd yeah, of people circled around me in the street, <laughs> I through, through, through Joe's laughter, through Joe's laughter, I heard the promoter say, Finesse, do you think you can perform tonight? <laughs> that, that's, that's not where my mind was at the time. So, like what I was said, we remember... <laughs> I got my ass on that stage. Oh, he got his <laughs> ass on that stage. He wanted Absolutely. to get paid is what it I was. To get paid. <laughs> I was not going to go to Bermuda and not get my check and yeah. come home with uh -huh. scars. Dude, that you know was one I mean? of the so. funniest moments. I also think, I, I also think, Vanessa, you didn't want the, to rent the scooter. I feel like I could, I'm the one that was like, come it on, man. Joe's idea. I told him my luck on motorcycle. Wait, yeah. I told him. Yeah, well, it was a scooter. It was a scooter and... uh <laughs> You got to get the word motorcycle out of your mouth. Was, like, right. yeah. This was Bro, this was, was just was uh, this so was slightly faster than a mountain bike. That's all this was. <laughs> Had nothing to do with Listen. a motor. This is stop. Listen, Andre and Brian, I forgot to tell you guys that they are on the opposite side of the street in Bermuda. Yeah, so they I had are. To keep that in mind as well. Did I get that fact correct, Joe? That's we, the only fact on you got part? correct. It was the opposite side. Thank you. And he started driving towards oncoming traffic and almost killed himself. He calls the on he calls the oncoming traffic yeah. children. Those it were cars, goddammit. It was me or the kids. Yeah. Uh -huh. It was me or the kids. And uh -huh. so uh -huh. that was just another example of how I pay life for it, even if it means putting my life in danger. You know? Those were good times, I mean, man. I miss Absolutely. those times, and I can't wait to get back on the road, bro, and, and hit yeah. that stage, Finesse. I'm looking yeah, forward to your hour, <laughs> and I think we should really talk about this because uh, it is simply a world I want to get into. Uh, me, and, you know, me and my manager have been talking about it. Like, I love it. 
I love the production side of it, man. And and I, I, shit, I got, I'm three for three now yeah, with Netflix. Right. I just signed another deal with Netflix. So here we go, bro. We're going to do it again. Much so. congratulations to you on all your success, my brother. And you're very deserving. And as you know, your crew. Hey, bro. As soon as I saw, I don't know Dre, but as soon as I saw Brian, I was like, oh, another thing that makes sense. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? Of why certain people got to have a great team. Yeah, Now, man. Dre, I'm pretty sure. You know, once you get your sound and audio quality, you know, figured out, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure this is probably your 200th, your, only your 200th podcast, but you will probably figure it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, get it yeah. together. You know, you, yeah, can, you have an option on your computer to pick what your audio sounds like, and Andre keeps pick, picking outdoor parking lot. I don't understand. Uh, I'm okay. Finesse, <laughs> oh, you're amazing, man. Uh, I love you, you as a friend, and it's it, you know this business is very tough. So, so you know through the years, I'm so happy that we have maintained such fine. a great relationship, you're and we're gonna we're good. gonna create an even better one uh, after this pandemic is done, man. So and uh, we're gonna show the younger comics, which I already see them uh, working <laughs> a lot together. I yes. used to see a lot of the social media influencers kind of beefing yeah. or not, you know, joining platforms, and now I think they figured it out. Like, yeah, man. We should share these audiences. Dude, just share, so, yeah. man. Yo, yo, just this, share it, bro. Dude, there's enough for everybody, man. This isn't one mm -hmm. cake. You know what I mean? Yep. We're inside a bakery, and they are baking cakes all day. We each get a cake, all right? And when people come to you, and they say, what do you want to do? Yes. And you say, I want to put Tony Rock on. It's only going to come back 20-fold. Yeah. And here's the because thing. Because they're thinking like, holy shit, this guy's really a producer. You know yep. what I mean? And 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 they and it makes them want to work with you more because it makes yep. them say, What else you got? What else you got? And then you're saying, Oh, I got my hour I'm gonna do. Yep. No, we don't want to all of a sudden do your hour. That's yeah. not how the business works. Bro. But I also want to uh, say this, uh, finesse, because don't don't like like yes, that that it, it does come back, but mm -hmm. it doesn't come back when your intentions are for it to come back. You're, right. you it has to be exactly. genuine and it has to be from your heart. If you're doing something, do not expect anything to come back because that's not why you're doing it. And if yes. you're going to do it for that reason, then just don't do it at all. Do it you're because right. you love Absolutely. And, and, and you want to share and you want to help. And that's yes. what it's all about, man. There's enough for everybody. So just enjoy life. Enjoy what you've done and, and, and what you do. And, and, mm -hmm. and, and, and good things will happen. When you travel down Absolutely. that road of good, you can only give Your and receive good. have to be good. good. You cannot put a female comic on the road with hoping to get her in some hotel room because she's the feature. Yeah. And she's, you know what I mean? You nah. can't set people up like that. Because you know what? Those situations come back and fucking bite your ass. Yeah, yeah. Your intentions always have to be good. Always be good. Yeah. And treat everybody well. Keep that bridge in front of you. Don't burn them down anymore. This I, game. I tell you what, bro. Joe, when I said I was relaunching my podcast and, hey, well, you want to be a guest? And you were like, yes, I do. Yep. And then you were like, when? And right. then you were like, this day works for me. And then you were like, I'm here on time. <laughs> Let's do it. You know what I mean? Yes. Versus I can count like maybe six or seven people. I'm like, hey, can we redo? Can we? Can we? Hey, I'm, I don't even get mad. I'm like, you know what? I just want you to come join this party because me and my man, we got this. You yes. know what I'm saying? We good. Yeah. But the fact that when the people will be like, yep, I'm there, you know, Shante Moore, <laughs> Bob Saget, <laughs> Joe Coy. It's like, you know what? It, it just says a lot. When Dean Edwards, you know, I don't know if you know Dean. Yeah, yeah, Dean of course. Edwards. I love Dean. Finesse, will you, will you be on my IG live? Yes. Yeah, when? Man. 
Oh, finesse! You wouldn't believe how many people, bro. I'm like, bro, right. I am not those men. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yep. and it makes me feel good to say that. It makes me feel good to look at Brian again and say, Brian, remember when we you had a seven dollar an hour job and I was just <laughs> trying to like get in the club? Yep. You were like, hey, finesse, you want to come in? That shit matters always, because bro. it's your core. It's yep. who you are in your core. Yep. You know. That's beautiful. So when I send my new headphones to Dre as a gift because I'm going to get his address. <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to get him some beats. There we go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I, got, bro, I got the end, bro. Circuit City. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to make Circuit City open back up. Yes. Come out of foreclosure yes. just to sell me something so I can send you a gift. <laughs> Dude, you're the shit finesse. <laughs> I love you, bro. I love you, man. Thank you so much for joining the Thank pod, you, man. You're the best. Like on the show, Good to see you. Can I plug my podcast? All day. It's called, yeah, man. It's called <laughs> Understand This. We on episode maybe we we actually we actually uploaded an episode just, today, just our to... first episode. We start our video episodes probably in about a month. So I don't know where you guys are in the queue of how many podcasts y'all do, but uh, people, please check me out and support the podcast. Thanks, Understand man. this. Understandthis.com podcast. And then you're, you're, you're go give all your uh, socials, man. It's just Finesse social, Mitchell, right? Yeah, it's just my name. F. If one person tell me P-H, it's not P-H. It's <laughs> F-I-N-E-S-S-E. I hate it when people overthink shit, bro. <laughs> uh, finesse. Is that like uh, physical? No, motherfucker. It's just like the name Ness. It's the word finesse. Yes. F-I-N-E-S-S-E. M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L, Finesse Mitchell, at Finesse Mitchell. That's all my social media. And uh, yeah, man. Um, oh and next time I do another video. Why would you even do that? Joe, I'll invite that? you to the shoot. Yep, you know and I'll be, the, I'll be there to rent the scooters. All right? So that'll be beautiful. <laughs> we'll show them how it's done. Love but, you guys, bro. Finesse Mitchell, watch him on you, Amazon Finesse. Prime right now. Support him on every social media platform. I love you, Finesse. You're the best. Love you too, brother. That. Peace out. Don't fake it, just bust a move. This joint is gonna get you in the mood. Star Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.